Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me for the Parting Shots Podcast studio in Schenectady, New York. Well, get you set for a Union College men's hockey this weekend, the final games of the uh, ECAC hockey regular season. The Dutchman will host Quinnipiac, ranked two in the uh, USCHO.com poll and three in the US Hockey Magazine, USA Hockey Magazine, USA Today poll. Uh, Quinnipiac clinched the Cleary Cup last Friday, uh, so there's a top seed going into the ECAC hockey tournament. Um, and then Union will take on Princeton Saturday night on senior night for the final game of the regular season. Union did themselves no favors last weekend, uh, losing twice. I mean, Harvard lost expected. They did play well in that game, a 5-3 setback. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I was impressed with the way they, they played. And uh, head coach uh, Josh Halge was also happy with the way they played. And he was hoping that would carry over into Saturday's game at Dartmouth. A Dartmouth team that uh, had been eliminated from home ice contention for the ECAC hockey tournament with uh, a 3-1 loss to RPI. So everything seemed to be in Union's favor going to Dartmouth. Well, the Dutchmen uh, put themselves in a really bad spot. Uh, they lost to the Big Green 1-0. Uh, had a 5-1-3 uh, power play for a full two minutes in the first period. Failed to score in that. <laughs> you have to excuse me. I'm still you know, battling a little cold here. Uh, so if you hear me coughing, you'll understand why. But um, yeah, Union Blue uh, had a chance to get a, you know, a couple goals to put the, you know, get a good start on, the, on Dartmouth. Didn't happen. Uh, turnover led to an early second period goal. And when Union needed to um, come out with some fire in the third period, they didn't do that either. And that was a, yeah, it was a very frustrating loss. Um, they were fortunate in the sense that the teams around them like RPI and uh, Brown all lost on Saturday, but Union finds themselves tied for the eighth and final playoff spot with RPI. Um, but with Quinnipiac coming in, I don't expect Union to win on Friday against them. Uh, the last time the two teams met uh, back in December, it was an 8-1 route uh, for Quinnipiac. So, what does Union really have to do to try to get home ice in the first round of that uh, single elimination game, like to call the sudden death uh, first round game? Well, <coughs> excuse me again. Um, they had a, they got to find a way to beat Quinnipiac Friday and get some help along the way. Um, as I said, they're tied for, with RPI for eighth right now, but RPI has the tiebreaker, the second tiebreaker. The first tiebreaker is uh, uh, the head-to-head competition. They both uh, split the regular season series. The Mayor's Cup game does not uh, is not a factor in this one. That's a non-league contest. But uh, RPI has more regulation slash overtime wins than Union, so that um, hurts Union a little bit there. Union uh, RPI will play huh? uh, Princeton on um, Friday night before taking on Quinnipiac. Now, if Union loses Friday and RPI wins, um, it's basically all over at that point uh, for the eighth spot. Union's got to get some help from Princeton, which. Uh, you know, the Union's trying to you know, maybe have a chance of catching Princeton as well. Uh, they're three points behind Princeton in the standings. Uh, but there again, the, right now, Princeton has the uh, tiebreaker having beaten Union back in December. Uh, Princeton, as I said, in seventh place. So a lot of you know, tough scenarios. Like I said, Union put, them, Union put themselves in a bad spot uh, as they get set 
for the uh, postseason, which starts next weekend. Of course, I, with the one-game elimination, the first year of the uh, one-game elimination. So, um, so Union, like I said, I, I can't see them beating Quinnipiac. I think they're going to have some maybe hope that RPI loses to Princeton on um, on Friday. But uh, that, that I think that game is a toss-up. Princeton uh, beat RPI also earlier in the season. So, um, like I said, tough tough times coming up for Union. I, I, I mean, I think that's yeah. I, I think they could still be in the hunt Saturday, but if things don't fall into place on Saturday, uh, they find themselves uh, out of the race. I mean, I also I mean, if Princeton loses on uh, an RPI, I mean, Union, Princeton loses RPI on Friday as as well as Union losing. I think Union's out of the picture as well because even if the um, Union beats Princeton on Saturday, they end up tied for points. But then again, uh, Princeton will have the um, Record uh, the tiebreaker or more regulation and overtime victories, eight to seven. So, can Union beat Quinnipiac? I mean, yeah, yeah. This is sports; anything can happen. But I just, I just don't see Quinnipiac's playing so well right now. I don't know how they're not the number one ranked team in the country right now. They, they got 25 first place votes along with Minnesota in the USCHO.com poll and just missed out uh, by a couple points of getting the top spot. But you know, you look at them and you look at former Union player Colin Graff leading the team in scoring, possible Hobie Baker award candidate. Uh, just an amazing season that he has had so far. And Rand Pecknell's got that team rolling right now. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be tough. I mean, Union—you'll uh, hear a little bit in a few minutes from the players and uh, Coach Josh Halji. They got to stay out of penalty box. They got to play disciplined hockey, and that, and that not only I mean disciplined in a sense, also to, you know defensively disciplined, uh, not not try to you know get too cute with things or you know, try to do too much. Just do their job. So I mean, it's it will take I think a miracle for Union to win on Friday night. Um, I'm not picking them to win in my uh, ECHC hockey uh, face-off selections, uh, which will appear, um, of course, online. Uh, it's online at dailygazette.com. So uh, we're going to come back a little bit here. We're going to have uh, comments from some of the players, like uh, Connor Murphy, um, Owen Ferris, and uh, uh, Merrick Pipes were at the media day on Tuesday, as well as head coach Josh Halsey. So we'll be back in just a minute with our comments. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. Hey, auto racing fans. The Daily Gazette's auto racing contest is back. Here's how to play. Pick the top five finishers in the weekly NASCAR race and get a chance to win a $50 ShopRite gift card. To play, go to dailygazette.com and click on the auto racing contest banner. The Daily Gazette's auto racing contest is run by the advertising department and not affiliated with the sports department. If you really want to know what's going on in your community, you have to read the Daily Gazette. We don't take a side. We're right down the middle, and we're going to get to the truth. Our reporters and photographers are out in the field bringing you updates every minute with trust, accuracy, and integrity. From the first page to the last page, independent, probing journalism. We're finding out what's going on in the community where nobody else is covering it's who we are. It's what we do. Hi, this is Daily Gazette reporter Natasha Von Holdridge. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Shaw. Welcome back to the podcast. And now let's hear from uh, the union players that were available at the uh, media session Tuesday at Messerink. 
the three three of the six seniors were there. Uh, goaltender Connor Murphy, uh, also goaltender Merrick Pipes, and uh, forward Owen Farris. Uh, we discovered a wide variety of topics, including um, what happened last weekend, especially at Dartmouth. Uh, looking ahead to the games this weekend and knowing what the kind of situation they're in. And of course, uh, uh, it being their final regular season home games of their careers and uh, talking about that. And of course, hopefully they have one for them, one more home game uh, next weekend. So here are Connor Murphy, Owen Ferris, and Merrick Pipes. Hey guys, um, you could have made life a little bit easier for you this uh, weekend if you had beaten Dartmouth. Uh, so now you're, you're going to take two on a Quinnipiac team won the Clary Cup, top team in the con not only conference, but in, in the nation. What's it going to take to put yourself back in position? Because you could have made yourselves things a lot more, you know, give you some breathing space if you, if you, if you lost on this past, for the coming up on Friday. So what do you got to do against Quinnipiac, a team you also lost 8-1 to? Connor? Um, yeah, I think we got to, you know, kind of keep things simple. Um, a lot of times you can get caught up in the standings and, you know, kind of overthink things during the games, but um, you know, I think coming on this weekend, you know, we just need to play our own game. We need to focus on our details and our habits that we that we've had success with, and um, you know, we got to be ready for a really tough game. And it's not going to be easy. Neither game is going to be easy. So, um, you know, we have to prepare well and, and make sure that we know what our game plan is and, and you know execute that game plan. Yeah, definitely. Uh, looking forward to QPAC. Um, I think a key will definitely be staying out of the box. Strong team on the power play. Something that hindered us last time when we were there. Uh, I think that's going to be a focus for us um, going to that game, and we'll we'll help keep that uh, give us a chance to to steal some points off them. How much I mean, pressure is on you guys as being made? I think you guys are fortunate. Everybody around you, uh, like Brown, RPI. All lost though on Saturday, so I mean, home ice is still a possibility. So how much pressure I mean, is on you to try at least you know, keep in, in, in shape for getting, getting a home ice? Obviously, home ice is is a huge advantage. We want to be able to play in front of our own fans, um, not have to travel, get last change, all those things like that. But at the end of the day, we're going to be playing one game next weekend, regardless, and we're going to be playing a team that. Most likely, we've we've beaten already this year. Um, with just looking at the teams around us, so I don't think anyone has any doubt that, regardless of the outcome this weekend, um, that that that'll change the the playoff picture. Um, obviously, we want to play at home, but um, any outcome will also give us a chance to win. Connor, how important is it to not to, to focus on the, what you're, is in front of you on the ice and not worry about what's going on? around the, the scoreboards around the league. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said before, you, know, you don't want to get caught up in too much that's going on around you. You kind of want to just stay focused on yourself and, and the team and, you know, the weekend that's ahead. So I think that's our focus right now, and we're going to try to make sure that we aren't overthinking anything and, you know, just taking it game by game like we always have. But Looking back at what happened Saturday against Dartmouth, I mean, that was a team that, you know, was eliminated from any home ice contention the previous night. You guys had a 5-1-3 for a full two minutes, didn't score there, and then they got a goal off a turnover. And you, in the third period, um, it seemed like you guys were a little flat-footed at the start there. But looking back on that game, what happened and why was the effort not as good as it was Friday against Harvard? Um, I think it was a frustrating game to walk into Dartmouth knowing that the expectation is that we win and to have a lot of chances that we felt like we wasted in the first and second period 
a five on three. We had a couple breakaways, different great looks, and I think that frustration got the better of us. Um, and you know, we ended up losing one nothing. What is it about you? Know, you mentioned about staying out of the penalty box. But what what makes Quinnipiac so tough, Connor? I mean, they're a skilled team. You know, I mean, you see the points that they're putting up. You know, they're big time. So um, they have a lot of skilled players that are able to convert on on the opportunities that you give them. So you know, we're trying to eliminate that that opportunity for them, and you know, we're trying to not give them as much so they can capitalize on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, we're not really focused on. You know what they're going to do on the power play. It's just more so of our discipline and you know staying uh, staying content to what we we know what to do and um, you know trying to focus on our our end of the spectrum where we we're going to try to stay out of the box and not give them those opportunities. Oh, and how much do you maybe draw on that uh, Cornell experience? Because that was kind of a situation where you know one bad game kind of got to flush it, but then you came out and had a really big weekend. So maybe is that a similar situation coming into this weekend? You kind of just have to flush the Dartmouth game and then and come out hot this weekend. Um, I think there's still a lot to learn from that Dartmouth game. Um, so I think there's a lot of stuff that we've taken already this week, um, looking into next weekend and into playoffs that um, we'll implement. So I don't think it's quite a flushing of that game. It wasn't. Uh, it really was like if we score you know, once or twice, I think in that in that first or second period, we look at this weekend totally differently. Uh, it's frustrating with their how well their goalie played and whatnot. But um, no, I, I think we're we're ready for the for the challenge ahead, and we're looking forward. Of course, you guys are going to see your old teammate again, um, Colin Graf. He had a pretty decent game. What do you got to do to shut him down? Um, I mean, they have a lot of weapons. He's one of them, um, and we we know how he likes to play. So I think um, if there's anyone we're poised to uh, to play against, it might be him. Um, but yeah, he's a terrific player and one of many on 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 Quinnipiac. So I think it's going to be a a team effort. I don't think we can look at uh, one individual player on their side. And if we try and play an individual game, I don't um, think that's our style. So it'll be about sticking together, being frustrating to play against, and taking advantage of the opportunities we have. Yeah, I mean, you kind of said it all. You know, we don't want to individualize anything here. You want to try to stay structured as a team, and you know, we got to play a full 60 minutes and not kind of focus on one player or the other. And but I mean, I guess if there's one thing, you know, you want to just try to eliminate his time and space, especially because you know if he has that time and space, he's going to be able to make some plays. Wanted to ask you guys. I mean, it's this senior weekend, and with with the COVID situation, I mean, I'm not sure what your guys' status are. Uh, I think you're going to graduate. You're going to go with your scholarship. We'll start with you, Mark. Uh, just in your four years at Union, just give, give us a, just in one nice paragraph. Um, describe your experience with Union and Union hockey. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I haven't played a ton. I don't think that's a secret. But it's just been for me, like getting through the schooling, uh, being a part of the hockey team, just like having that experience through my schooling has been amazing. Um, I'm really grateful for the opportunity that I've had to, to come to Union College and to get the degree that I have and to you know be a part of something as big as you know Union College hockey. And so for me, it's just been that experience and, and enjoying it and really savoring it. So, Owen, oh, for you, uh, I don't know what your status is after this season. Uh, if you want to elaborate on that and your experience here at Union. Yeah, no, I have nothing but good things to say about my union experience obviously it's been kind of a weird turn with the COVID year that, that everyone had and, and sitting out but I think uh, the hockey here as we've kind of talked about always is we're a really close family we're 
um, a group of guys that, that hang out together away from the rink on the rink, and it's really a, a family situation. So I'm grateful for all the teammates that I've had, um, past and present, as well as the, the coaches that I've been able to play for and the, the great education that I've had the opportunity to have while at Union. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll be graduating at the end of this year um, and moving on from hockey, but um, I've got nothing but fond memories to look back on. And for you, Connor? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different for me. Obviously, you know, I came in last year, but, um, I mean, it's been unbelievable. The, the last two years have been life-changing. You know, it's it's been super memorable, and the guys that have been on the team this year and last year have been unbelievable to play with. You know, they're friends that I'm going to make or I'm going to have forever, and, you know, the coaching staff has been has been awesome for us, and, you know, they treat us really well here, so... Um, yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about Union. You know, the, the close community, kind of like Owen said, everybody's a family here, and it's, you know, it shows, and it's it's very, very present. Is there a decision for you? you mean? Uh, I'm going to try to move on and play play hockey after this. I'm not sure. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm hoping to play somewhere. Are the college or pros? Is any that? Probably pros, yeah. Now let's hear from uh, head coach Josh Halsey about uh, what happened last weekend and uh, looking forward to this weekend and the senior night. Josh, I mean, have you had a chance to look at the tape from Saturday and just what your valuation was with what happened and you know, the fact that you guys you know, had an opportunity to you know, give yourself a little breathing room in, in the standings? Yeah, I, I think you know we watched the video and obviously thought we could have played better. Um, it's disappointing, um, but we'd we're not here to dwell on that. It, you know, like we got to keep pushing forward and got to find a way to, to win on Friday. That's all it comes down to. Um, you know, there's a lot of games early in the season that we, you know, you, at this time of the year, you kick yourself for all the ones you let slip through. So, um, I mean, it's disappointing that it happened at, at this juncture of the season because we had been playing pretty well. But um, overall, just got to gotta focus on Quinnipiac. Yeah, I mean, Quinnipiac, I mean, this is not an easy game coming up. Now. Yeah. Clary Cup champions, number one in the country. They took care. They beat you guys eight uh, one uh, earlier in the season. What's it going to take to pull off an upset? Well, I, I think that you know we have to just you know play our play our best hockey. We got to um, we got to defend hard. We have to limit their chances. Obviously, we're going to need good goaltending. You know from from Murph, and um, you know I think we're going to have to get pucks and bodies in that they don't give up very much. Um, we have to be more opportunistic when we have an opportunity to finish and. Um, I, I think, you know, again, our specials will have to be really good if we want to win. How important is discipline? Yeah, I, I think for us that's been, you know, a focal point of just staying out of the box because we take too many penalties, at, you know, still at this time of the year. Coach, this position kind of feels relatively similar to when we were talking after Cornell. I mean, it's just it was a tough outing, and then you come back home, and you have a really good weekend. Do you, are you drawing on that experience um, at all going into this weekend? Yeah, I think we're trying to, you know, be positive and be excited that we get to, you know, play at home in front of our fans and, you know, honor our seniors this weekend. It's a, it's a huge opportunity for them. And, um, you know, what better way than to play, you know, a great hockey team like Quinnipiac and then have senior night on Saturday. Have you had to tell them at all or give them the message that, you know, let's not worry about what's going on with the other teams kind of around that eight seed or you think they're, they're not really paying much attention? I think everybody, you know, checks the standings at this time of the season and, and we're aware of you know, where we're at. Um, I, I think for us, it's still just trying to, you know, make sure we're playing our best hockey that we possibly can, you know, coming down the stretch and, you know, be ready to go for, you know, playoffs when, when that time comes. How important is it not to watch the scoreboard on Friday night? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I make it a rule I, of thumb. I, I 
put my phone away and I don't check the scoreboard because I just I I used to be so consumed with it um, and and now I just you know try to focus on the game so we we don't talk about any other games uh, we don't want them announced we just kind of focus on what we're doing. Obviously, you mentioned senior night. Uh, just talk about the seniors as they get set for their uh, final regular season home games. I, I think you know for me there's they've been extremely welcoming and you know. You know, helped me through my my first year and have been been supportive and um, you know they're they're quality individuals they they do things the right way and um, you know I'm really proud that I've been able to coach them and uh, excited. I mean, how helpful have they been? Because I mean, you're coming in new, uh, they're getting yes used to you. You're getting used to them. Obviously, with the change of coaching and yeah, uh, having yeah, John as their interim head coach for the. Games last season. Yeah, I mean, you look at you have Connor and Owen who are two leaders for the team, and you know probably the most you know instrumental in the locker room as far as like they have a really strong voice, and um, you know I think they've you know talked about things they like that they've done in the past, maybe some areas they've like changed, and um, you know if you know meal times want a little bit differently or they want to you know eat from somewhere else, they're they're really you know great about just kind of expressing what the guys want and. Um, I think the the biggest thing is they're really good people, so they're, they're going to be missed um, not only because of their hockey ability, but just what kind of people they are. Coach, obviously you're still kind of early in your preparation for the week. Do you, is there a different atmosphere around the team right now? Can you kind of sense that they know how big this series is this weekend and there's maybe a little tension? I think we, you know, have have discussed you know what we we left on the table on Saturday and that we have to be you know ready to go for this weekend. We don't have like there, there's no tomorrow after this weekend. I mean, it's it as far as regular season games. So, um, I, I think we're, you know, in, in a pretty good spot mentally um, after a disappointing weekend. But you know, we got we got to make sure that that Friday night we're ready to go. And how encouraged are you that as you make a final push for that eighth spot, you you could be doing this on the road, but instead you're going to be doing it in what will be a very packed and I'm sure energetic rink to, uh, on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I, I think there's no secret that we've been a little bit better at home and. Um, it's it's always nice when you're at home and uh, you know ready ready to go. So I think it's it's going to be a fun weekend of hockey. Uh, Carter Corpy's status at this point? Uh, he practiced today. Um, everything seemed to be pretty good, so hopefully we'll be ready to go on Friday. And what's this with the senior night? I mean, you're going to see all the seniors in the lineup on Saturday. Uh, so Christian Santa got dinged up, so hopefully he's ready to go for for Friday and Saturday. But um, if if he's healthy, everybody will be right in on Saturday. Looking ahead to the schedule this weekend in ECAC men's hockey, uh, as we mentioned earlier, Princeton will uh, be at RPI on Friday. Yale will be uh, hosting Colgate. Cornell, which stunningly lost twice at home last week into Clarkson and St. Lawrence, will be at Brown. St. Lawrence will host Harvard, and Dartmouth is at Clarkson. Uh, Saturday, of course, Princeton at Union and Quinnipiac at RPI. Brown will host Colgate. Cornell's at Yale. Harvard at Clarkson, and Dartmouth at St. Lawrence. Uh, before we go to break, I wanted to um, give our best, uh, give my best to um, Ezra Unger, the son of uh, Union TV analyst Brian Unger and his wife Jennifer. Uh, last Wednesday, um, Ezra, uh, who I believe is five years old, was diagnosed with Burkitt's lymphoma. He's beginning uh, uh, chemotherapy, and it's 
and it's a tough situation and I hope uh, we all hope the best for Ezra uh, he, I know he's a fighter and uh, you know, he has the love and support of uh, everyone in the union hockey realm I was over Tuesday before the media session the players were taping video messages to Ezra so we um, we're, we we here at the Party Shots podcast and daily that we wish nothing but the best for Ezra as he it will conquer this uh, this uh, disease. So we, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with the younger family. Well, I'll be back to wrap up the podcast and have the latest winner, actually the first winner of the 2023 auto racing season, uh, in just a moment. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast. Hi, this is Adam Schinder, Deputy Director of Content for the Daily Gazette. Join me along with Michael Kelly and Will Springstead for the Daily Gazette Sports Podcast, Full Court Press Row. Full Court Press Row takes a comprehensive look at the Siena and UAlbany men's and women's basketball programs. We discuss how the programs are doing and preview their upcoming games. You can listen to Full Court Press Row at dailygazette.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Frank Caliendo, pretending to be Morgan Freeman, maybe even a little bit of John Madden or Robert Downey Jr., uh, comedian, impressionist, playboy, philanthropist, maybe not the last two. And you're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor, Ken Schott. Back to wrap up the podcast. The week one winner in the Daily Gazette's auto racing contest was Ann Bombs of Schenectady. Ann wins a $50 ShopRite gift card. Congratulations, Ann. The VIP winner was Dwayne Leach of All Seasons Equipment. I'll announce the winner's name, and that winner's name will appear in Friday's Daily Gazette. To play, go to dailygazette.com and click on the Auto Racing Contest banner. The Daily Gazette has a new sports podcast. It's called Full Court Press Row. Hosted by Michael Kelly, Adam Schinder, and Will Springstead, Full Court Press Row takes a comprehensive look at the Siena and UAlbany men's and women's basketball programs. Full Court Press Row is available wherever you get your podcast. Keep checking out dailygazette.com and the print edition for the latest updates in news and sports on how COVID-19 is affecting us in the capital region. I want to thank all the doctors, nurses, and first responders who are dealing with the situation. We appreciate the job you're doing in this difficult time. If you have not gotten vaccinated or a booster shot, please do so. Do it for yourself, do it for your family, and do it for your friends. That wraps up another edition of the Party Shots podcast. I want to thank members of the Union College men's hockey team for being a part of the show. I'll have a Union men's hockey postgame podcast this weekend. I hope you tune in. If you have questions or comments about the podcast, email to me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. Follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Party Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Party Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Party Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.